everybody just came up from the little fantasy football thing and met up. And then next next thing you know, I was pimping that on Sunday though. I don't know if like no other bitches was out on Sunday but me, but I had three niggas on my line and I didn't know who I wanted. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to you gotta yeah, play yeah. the field. You got to play the field. I got to. Steph, Steph Curry out here. Shoot your shot. Listen, we should do a fine-ass roll call. <laughs> <laughs> if you find I just want to retweet it. If you somebody... find it, you listen to the... Look, then you got to listen to the committee podcast. If you find just retweet this. And exactly. look, no, not even retweet this. Just put a picture of yourself in the thread. Did you Let say the, the, the hoes are laughing? Yep. Let me so the audience are a bunch of hoes. Yep. Catch me outside. How about that? Catch you outside? What does that mean? What I just said. How about that? How about that? Yup. Frank, the weed makes God. How about that? We have our usual suspects this week. They'll introduce themselves. What's up? It's summertime. Sa, follow me on all forms of social media. This is uh, Marcus Sniffles from Twitter. And uh, you can follow me there. I'll be there. I'm out here getting these these tweets off. (laughs) And of course, it's Tribbles. And this week, um, just two quick shout outs about myself. I have played Baby by Me. Uh, by 50 Cent Neo probably 20 times in two days I don't know why and also Bad Baby follow me on Twitter so you should follow me too hey shout out to is it Bad Baby or Bad Bobby I've I've heard two different see uh, people are ignorant it's Bad Baby Bad Baby okay so the H is silent Silent H Silent H it's really a Florida thing if you talk you know like I I really I don't know. Yeah, but it's regular folks. We call it bad baby. Um, first shout outs to Cardi B and Offset, who I just found out maybe twenty minutes ago that they got married today, September twentieth. I think we all did. I think Um, we all found out. Yeah. Um, (laughs) she shared a throwback Thursday photograph of I guess during the ceremony or praying um before the ceremony possibly, but. Cardi was very casual, a very casual wedding. Let's just put it like that. Very casual. Listen, let's call it what it is. They look like two hood rats who was just trying to make it, who just got married in a living room. And that's okay. Not judging, but everything is everything is. And I think what made it so bad was because it was like his pants were sagging. um, Her hair was orange. And then it was just like, I don't know. Love is blind. <laughs> Love is blind. And it will take over your mind. You exactly. know, like exactly. <laughs> nah, but shout out to him. No, that's 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 cute because everybody was looking for them to fail. 
So, yeah, black black love is always dope. They for, for the, the most part, for the most part, unless it's like really toxic, which I think. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It started off a little rocky. Yeah, it started <laughs> off. It started off a little. Started off. Yeah, it did start out rocky. I could see why people were kind of hesitant about rooting for that one to, to succeed because I think they're gonna clean it up. Yeah, they're gonna clean up the image, rebrand. When I saw them, like, oh, what was it? Rolling Stone. They had to cover Rolling Stone. Um, yeah. yeah. A couple of months ago, yeah, a couple of months ago, and I was like, "Oh, they really are trying to make Cardi B and Offset be like a it thing for like popular culture, not just like rap pop culture." Relationship goals. Relationship goals. Yeah, I saw someone say, "Name a name a more perfect couple or something like that" in the comment section, and I was like, "What? Perfect? Nah, nah, this ain't that." Like I don't. First of all, I don't think any couple's perfect. But if yeah, I had to, if I had to go perfect via pictures or like what we like what we know what we could guess, um, what not Will and Will and Jada minus the mm. I, 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 I'd go with Will and Jada because of that. Because they can have that and it's fine. Well, Monique and her husband swing. Oh, well. you took the words right out of my mouth. Oh my God, you took the words right out of my mouth. I'm like, Monique and Sydney, honey. Because Monique, listen, he rides for her and she, she rides for him. They be caught. Yeah, they got some other shit going on over there. But um, yeah, I know I was off topic, but now shout out to them. Shout out yeah, to Cardi and Mon- Yeah. But, um, we got, I guess I think I think to me personally this episode will probably be really really dope because we're gonna talk about uh, rap duos and groups who may possibly try to put together like come together. We I feel like these last couple of episodes it's been like arguments on one side. I think we're gonna try like a team building exercise today and come up with like a top five best. Like, Listen, feature. We're, we're gonna try. We're gonna try. No, Nicki Minaj. That's the, that's the only time we. Nicki Minaj is banned from this today's episode. Yes. Oh, right, you got that, Marcus? I got it. She, she's, not, right. she's not in the rap group. She hasn't dropped any songs. I don't think they had Queen Radio this week. I think I'm. Good. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're really we're really quiet on Nicki this week. I think it's been a lot of Nicki, but um, we will talk about Kanye. We're gonna talk about Kanye. What's going on with IG? But um, first, what we love to do most definitely is album reviews. So we had a couple of drops this Friday. Um, Wale. Black, aka Six Lacks, and shout out to Six Lack Twitter, and uh, a special person we're gonna talk about because she followed me on Twitter. Me and Sniffles may indulge in some bad baby talk. So, um, Wale's project, how are we feeling about it? Like, I loved it. Free lunch. I'm I'm here for it. It reminds me of the 2011 Wale. I don't know. Just yeah. Kinda, um hungry and just like fuck it on I, I don't care about being pop and that's the that's the thing i like from wale so he's in it his zone his lane with this one i'm a fan yeah i definitely was a fan of it um i'm still on that uh short album wave and this was yes. five, five songs 20 minutes you get in get out it's really good listen uh I'm, this is good this is good from wale i know yeah but, i wish- but- I'm, no, I'm just trying to figure out like what's what's Wale, like what's holding Wale back. Like initially in the beginning, I think Wale had a very poor attitude, a very elitist attitude, and he hadn't really necessarily proved himself. 
Um, so I think he got a lot of flack, similar to like Russ. Like I think Russ is getting a lot of slack because he he know they they both know that they're very talented individuals and that like they can create great and dope content. But it's like you put your ego out before I got to know the music, and so a lot of people were turned off initially in the beginning of Wale's career, but. With a you know, with him kind of like rebranding himself and the birth of his daughter, I see a more humble. I just want to be taken serious, like the Coles and the Kendrick Wale. But yet, the masses are still not sticking with him. Like, do you guys have any idea of why that is? Uh, I, 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 I would say it's just the uh, his his peers. Like he he came up in a in a tough era. Like it's almost he's almost like Charles Barkley or like John Stockton and Carl Malone. Like if you look at like the names of rappers that came out when Wale was coming up, like Kendrick Lamar, obviously J Cole, Nicki Minaj was out there. Big Sean. Oh, was a you big said crit- Nicki Minaj. I'm sorry. I'm going to, I'm going to bleep yeah. that out. But like, <laughs> Please. like big crit. There was a lot of really good rappers that came up around this. Mac Miller was out at this time also. Mm-hmm. So there was a, there was a lot of like, Rap was really heavy out there, and he just he just didn't get picked up. And you can only only so many people can like get on to like the mainstream. And I feel like he did. And Drake was up there too. I mean, he did. He got on enough, but he wasn't ever really mentioned in that top tier with those other guys. Like when people mention their top ten rappers, he, I think kinda, you, he was kind of towards I, the bottom of that. List. I feel like I feel like what it is is that people don't really like hearing music from people in dc that is something that i've noticed it's hard for a true Mm. rapper to really get the listen from the audience because of the way that it sounds i mean even if you're not from dc if you listen to go-go music or something like that that, you'd be like that shit is trash like Nobody likes it, but so are you, are you talking area. about are you talking about go go music or just rappers from DC th- in general? I think I that rappers, a, I there's think a music, just music in general. Yeah, in yeah, and mm-hmm. I don't know why. I don't know why, but I mean, and he the go go sound is in his music, and the thing about Wale is that he's versatile in the aspect of he can dip, he can dab in, in some in something that sounds like go go music, and then he can also do the rap poetry, and I think, and then he and him trying to do the pop lane, I think, is what really turned people off. Yeah, and that lady constant, Gaga intro. Yeah, that I think that's what killed it. I think that's what he was. He was he was coming up on a buzz, and I remember him being like, you know, kind of the up and coming with the Coles and the Kendricks. But when he did that whole pop thing, and he had that album, it was just it that wasn't it. And I don't even think it was true to him. And from there, he lost some some credibility with with the fans, and it grew to love Colin, Kendrick, and everybody else. I'm not sure if I'm buying the. Uh, I, I'll buy them not being a fan of the Go Go music because I feel like that's something that if you're not from DC, you're not really gonna get that. Like, no, I, can, I think I'll it's even that, the Afro. But... I mean, even him being, he's very vocal about being an Afro American man, like uh, you know, a man from from the African descent. Like Niger- and Nigerian, exactly. And that's, I think, that's a regional thing. I mean, that's DC. That's that's the sound of yeah. of the area. I mean, it's the Afrocentric. It's the. Go- I mean, it's just a different sound, and I just don't think people are necessarily receptive of music from that sound because even if you look at like fat trail and like other artists that come from dc just don't get the radio i mean they don't get the respect for whatever reason i I just feel like every every album he's put out has been really good though 
Yeah, yeah. but I mean, it's, I mean, he like like I said, he's producing the content. I just think when you look at it from a, a mass consumption scale, he's never he's never had those Cole Kendrick. Even Mac, well, that's like a disrespect, but I was going to say even Mac Miller, like people that still didn't necessarily make it as huge, you know, as those people that we keep listing, but he still had an impact within a certain, like within a fan base. Mm -hmm. He had a fan base. Like, I don't, I don't go online and get trolled by Wale's trolls. Like there's no Wale, like Wale is the troll. You know? That's what I was going to say. If if I was to uh, give credit to something outside of the music, I would say him on social media probably turn people off because he he reads his his mentions he's on the internet he's very interactive when you compare him to like j cole or kendrick or even big sean like they don't say anything online they're not active on twitter or instagram really so while is out there i don't know why i don't uh, here's the thing i don't understand why it's a problem that's when celebrities are active on their social media I don't, it I don't seems like the less active you are, the less mysterious, or the more mysterious you are, the the less of a of a lame nigga you <laughs> appear to be. Well, that that that's how that's how celebrities were supposed. That's how the celebrities used to be. Because I remember I was, I think it was on the the title interview with uh, Will Smith. He was saying like, you know, back in the nineties, celebrities really didn't give you much because it gave you an aura about you. You know, you can't be. Mike Larry and Mike Larry on Bad Boys too. If everybody knows that you're like a family guy at home, it's hard for them to separate the two. So as a celebrity, you kind of don't put yourself out there. You don't put your personal That's stuff true. out there. So say say like Kendrick Lamar, we don't know nothing about him. We don't really know what he's about. So we just take all the good stuff from his music and put that on him. We're like, okay, well this is who he is. He put in his music, so this must be what he's about. With Wale, we know what he's about because he told us and. And I, I agree with you. I don't think it should be a negative that he's essentially being a human being. Like, if I was Wale and I, he puts in a lot of time and effort into his music and he gets online and sees people trashing it, I would probably be the same way. Being so like, let, me, so let me ask you this. Let me ask you this question. So if if we got famous off this podcast, and we will, no ifs about that, but when when that time comes, are you going to stop tweeting? Are you going to continue to tweet? Like, are you going to base your engagement with people i mean based on how you know famous you are well i i don't think he changes his i don't think he changed his music i think he was just very he's sensitive and i'm i'm somewhat sensitive like if people say something i'm gonna respond to that and i mean i'm it's different for me because right. I don't I don't That's have like I don't have like millions of followers, but you gotta understand there's a lot of people talking about Wale all the time. He's kind of always in his phone, which a lot of us are, which most of us are. So if I had, you know, a thousand mentions a day, you know, that would probably I'd probably tweet a little differently. I'd probably be like, yo, why are these people talking shit about me? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, that's true. That's true. I'd be but, like But get like getting back to the actual project, it's only five songs. So I don't want to hear top three. If you just, if you open up your app, title, Spotify, whatever you use, what song are you going to, if I tell you to play, you know, play one song from this, this project? My, my favorite song is My Boy, but I think the best song is Three Days and Three Hours. Okay. What about you, Sai? Uh, I'm going with right here. I like Eric. 
Bellinger. So, I mean, my boy, I, I feel like I'm a default uh, for obvious reasons. I mean, but so I, I'm being rebellious and I'm just going to say right here. Well, I'll, I'll say this. If I wanted to, if I was introducing somebody to Wale and they never heard of Wale, it would be three days, three hours because it gives you kind of everything that he's about. You get the rapping, you get the poetry at the end. It's a little bit more introspective. He's it's and, it, and it's a, a relationship type song, and it's not cheesy. So that's what that would be my song to introduce yeah. somebody to, to Wale and what he's about. No, nah, that that's a dope song yeah. too. Yeah, I mean, I think that's my, that's my favorite. That. That's my favorite song on the on the project. That's the when I started. I'm starting there first, and then I'll kind of move around. But um, yeah. And and this whole and this this is a I, I'm I know we're talking about Wale, but just. Talking about J. Cole, like that's so he can he can do this. He can do this. Like he can work with other people. I don't like you can do an album with features because you you clearly will jump on someone else's project. Like you did this one, then you jumped on uh, Six Black's album, which we're going to talk about in a second. Like you don't have a problem collaborating with other people. You just have this thing in your head where you feel like you can't do it on your own album because you don't work that way. Like you do work that way, J. Cole. Stop fronting. Wow. And, and 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 wow. And how about how about for Oof. your albums? How about for your albums you make a good beat like that cuz he did the beat for my boy. That beat is fire. Do that for yourself, yeah. Jermaine. Oh man, wow. why are you calling my man's yeah. out like this? Yeah. This is Nipples, disrespectful. Nipples, is the, Nipples you getting out of pocket. First J Prince I remember last the, the review for J. Cole was a little slighted as well. Oh. Uh you guys you got something against J. Cole. Is the, is, the beat, is the beat not nice on that song? The beat's we, nice, right? No, nah, it's great. It's a great beat. So do it's it for yourself. Maybe you it's need great. other people in the studio to get that kind of work out of you. Like yeah. I've been saying. I I'm still here. want the J. Cole Kendrick album. No, you don't. I, 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 no, you don't. I don't. No, you don't. Yes, no, I don't, you don't. You I want you, there, you want the J. Cole Wale album. That's what I want. I, I, I could do that. it. Yeah, I could I'll do it. I'll take that. I'll take that too. I, but I I think that Kendrick album, I think that just that would be like the essential tweets that we see every time Cole drops. Like, you got to be a different level on a different level to understand this. Like, those tweets would be at an all time fucking high. I think that album would go over a lot of heads. A lot. That's- that's like so? that's mm. that's detox right now. Like that's just an internet thing that people want. They're not. <laughs> or or how about the Ty Dolla Sign and Jeremiah album is like detox and also like well, they, haven't, they, haven't Lamar. Been, they haven't been talking about that album. That well, album first album. off, what Ty never Dolla, came out. Ty, Ty Dolla Sign just went to jail, so he's probably got a lot of other things on his mind. And Jeremiah got kicked out. But it was supposed to have come out. You know what? I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about. It. But that's... what we will talk about is. Yeah. Six black. Oh, um, so God. Black dropped his sophomore project, uh, East Atlanta Love Letter. It had uh, about 14 songs. Nope, nope, literally 14 songs. So how are we feeling about first? Let's just how do you feel about the project? Then I want to know how do you feel about the project compared to his um his debut album, which was very like critically acclaimed in my opinion. Yeah, I think it was. Um I like this. Um, I don't know if I loved it. I'm still ca- trying to get get through the whole album. I'm not gonna lie; like I, I didn't necessarily sit through the whole thing. There's a couple songs that I like replayed. Um, I'm still trying to like digest it. But I look his first album to me was just flawless. So, free six black. 
Is this slut? <laughs> People still can't get that name right either. The niggas it's, really don't know how to say the name. It's just black. Like, it's like black. black. Six Lex. <laughs> I go with six black. Just six black. Hey! Uh, which I mean, one I, is I, it? I, who knows? I like, I do, I like the album. I like the vibe of it. I just think it was. Long. It was, yeah, I thought it was kind of redundant. Really? Like kind, of the, kind of the songs, it kind of had the same feel. Like it, yeah. it's just the same kind of vibe the whole way. And it was just like, do do did all these songs need to be on here? Maybe maybe that's just me because, like I said, I'm still on that you know short album wave kind of deal. So just kind of you know get in get out type deal. I I like the album, but I'm not gonna you know sit here in front like I'm the biggest uh, fan of his music. I I, I did like. I am. Jam. I I love I love six. I love black. I'm gonna have to work on that, but it's just i don't know it just did feel redundant it did feel a, it just felt a little long like i said i necessarily i didn't get through the whole thing i keep stopping on like track 11 or something like i don't know why i can't get through no the rest I, of it. I agree i i will say it did take me a minute to get through it um but I, I think once I got through it, I kind of appreciate it more. I definitely love the skits that he put in there because that's how I knew yeah. the song was changing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, skits um, and interludes are long lost art. But and, but when when plays perfectly, they set the tone for an album. Yeah. I feel like YG's debut album, those skits, how they flowed into each other, that made, to me, eventually people will recognize YG's first album as a classic. I personally already do, but it's going to take a oh, for the okay. next few Yeah, I think you're never going to get that, but alright. Real G's know what, it, what it's about. But back to Six Lacks. What... I guess he has 14 tracks. Uh, so I didn't make it past 11, so let's go three tracks. What three songs are we playing on this if I say play me a Six Lacks song from his new album? Uh, for me, it's going to be Stan, okay. Uh, Pretty Little Liars, featuring J Cole, who can't can't work with others apparently, right. but, but <laughs> is able to on other people's albums. And East Atlanta Love Letter with Future. Okay, I I actually enjoy East Atlanta Love Letter. It anytime I get spurts of old Future, I get really really excited. Mm-hmm. And I think this track was the future that when I was introduced to him, that's the future that I love. Um, and he gave a little spurts on his last project, but not as consistent as what I heard on that. I love Fugger's interlude. I I thought about you when I heard this. I was like, like, oh my gosh. You gotta be a young Thug fan to catch the wordplay. Like, he was, like, singing and rapping some of the, like, Thugger's actually song titles and lyrics. So, I thought it was a very clever interlude. That's probably what I'm gonna play. And probably Pretty Little Fierce, because J. Cole that doesn't quote-unquote work well with others. Um... (laughs) He killed that shit. J. Cole's been J. Cole's on fire on these feet. Like he's I haven't heard a bad J. Cole feature yeah. this year. I'm gonna gonna I'm gonna have to go back and listen to this because did I say did I say pretty little fears or pretty little liars? <laughs> pretty little I, liars. I, did I God say pretty little it. liars? Because I'm like You said fears, and that's why I was like, did I say fears? I might have said liars, so <laughs> I'll be sure to, I'm gonna I'm gonna edit that out. <laughs> okay. But um so where I, Yes, can I ask can I ask y'all a question? Just yes or no, vocally. Do you think this guy can sing? No. No, he can't. But 
R and B is on a vibe right now. To so. me, he give to me in a sense not necessarily content, but sound wise, he gives me Frank Ocean. I don't think Frank Ocean. <sighs> was, I don't think Frank Ocean was sonically like the most appeasing person to listen to, but his content was there, and I think that's what you get more specifically with his debut album than this album. I mean, he still spurts here on East Atlanta uh, Love Letter, but I think the content is what people fell in love with, not necessarily sonically what he sounds like. Yeah, it's kind of, it's the lore that that this person can sing, but you can't really. He's a studio singer. Yeah, you could just ride a beat and just, it's the producer of the song who really makes, who really makes it happen. But I mean, hey, it's, it's a vibe. It's a, it's a feel. And that's what people want from music. So they want the feel, they want the vibe. I think that's kind of why I'm not as into uh, R and B, especially on the the male side. Because there's, I was I was asking about it on Twitter. I guess a couple of days ago, like who are the real like vocalists out there? It's like Daniel Caesar, Bruno Mars, Miguel, Miguel, and it's like who who are the really good singers? Because like Tank, six. I mean, like younger, kind of up and coming, uh-huh. I guess. And I mean, Six Black's not a bad singer, but he's not a vocalist. I don't think. Bryson Tiller no, is I think a he's a. Singer, right? Yeah, I was gonna say. I think he sounds like Bryson Tiller. Where he's not. He's not a vocalist. He's not a. He's not a singer. I, I will say. I feel like these younger uh, R and B singers are are. They're really good writers. Are really good at expressing how they feel and getting their message out there. But you know, sometimes I still like to hear good singing, and I yeah. feel like I yeah. that's lacking right now. What? That's I, a fair assessment. Yeah, I think I haven't gotten through this six black, black whatever his uh, whatever his name is because it's depressing. It's a, it's a little emo, and my birthday was this week, so I didn't want to be emo this oh, week. And I, I love emo music, and I just it was bringing me down every time I tried to listen to it, and now I'd be like, okay, and it, I just got sad <laughs> immediately after. So that's the thing. I was yeah, yeah. Um, really quick, shout out to Angela Hood. I don't know who that is. I, I have no idea, but she's like adding all this stuff um, from the Oxy DJ. So make sure y'all follow the Oxy <laughs> DJ. Um, hey. but, but I guess I think Summertime's going to probably sit out this conversation. But speaking of follow, I told y'all earlier, Bad Baby followed me. And uh. on the day that Bad Baby followed me, um, she actually released the project. So I, essentially, the, I think the album came out like 1 o'clock, and I looked at the clock, and it was like 12.15. I thought about it. I was like, oh, shit. Her project's dropping. So I like tweeted. And I'm like, yeah, we waiting, Bad Baby. And the next thing I know, you know, it glistens uh-huh. like Bad Baby follows you. And I was like, oh, let me follow her so I don't just seem like a bad person. So I followed her. That was my first time following her. But she dropped a project called 15. Um she's 15 and I think it's also symbolic because people said that she would have 15 minutes of fame I, she never said that but that's how I interpret it that's how um, I took it I thought she'd have 15 minutes of fame yeah, yeah. I, I want her to I, I really need her to sit her little ass it down was, it was 15 tracks um, so I think it was a lot of symbolic, uh, symbolicism is that the word I feel like I said symbolism. that symbolism symbolism, symbolism. Mm-hmm. Mm, whatever we can we can keep keep that so that god just got learned something but no like we i mean we just see a lot with that and me personally I'll, I'll start since i'm the quote-unquote fan i wasn't impressed shocking whole. i wasn't impressed as a whole 
However, she showed me spurts of she had like I, I saw the spurts of talent throughout the project. Um, I loved all of her features. I think all of her features worked. Ninety nine percent of the features were from well, yeah, ninety nine percent of the features were from um, at, not Atlantic artists, but members of Q, oh, what is it? QC QC the label. So the Migos is labeled. So everybody that signed to QC is on this project minus the Migos. So you have Lil Baby, City Girls, and Lil Yachty. Um, she also has features from Asian Doll, Ty Dolla Sign, and that's it. So I thought one, I was also I was kind of disappointed to see that it was like top heavy with features, but the features are what saved this project for me. I of think, course. Um, I think I probably only like maybe two or three of her solo songs, and I think it's just the inability for the people around her because she stated, you know, that she doesn't write all her rap. She has a team. I think the team around her hasn't gotten her to the point where, where they can come up with a good hook. They're really focused on, I guess, like the memory rhyme scheme, like kind of saying the same things over and over. And it's like, it's cool once you get to like track five, but like after that, I no, no, <laughs> no, it's not cool. It's not cool. It's not cool. This whole project is trash. The whole idea behind this girl is trash. And how? like, how, how, wow. how, how was this? How, how I, it's like Millie Vanilli. This is how I feel. I feel is this, this cultural appropriation to the max, to the fullest, all the fucking features on this album. It's just as if you didn't just praise the fuck out of a white man the last what last episode. Eminem is a different story. Eminem is if Eminem. You, if you listen to the project, so I'm ex Marcus guy. I know for a fact you listen to the project because he told me on track fifteen. I tried because so if you said you tried, you didn't get to track fifteen, which I felt like for me it exposed me a lot more to what I thought I knew. Like I just I love the I love the idea and the concept behind it, and then to hear. The actual track was it called 15 the outro or yes. like yeah so it's like 15 the outro the bad baby story and like to hear her story it's kind of like all right like you didn't want this shit like you didn't want to be famous you was out here doing you you wanted to you, be famous there's a difference you wanted to be famous than being a rapper she did she did that's what i'm saying she did not want any of this you know what i'm saying like and people grab like if you again if you go listen to track 15 called 15 the <laughs> all outro, right i'm listening i'm she explains more of the story. So you look at it as somebody approached her to become an entertainer. You know what I'm saying? And she tried it. And it just so happened to work. And what's wrong That's, with that? Wrong, I mean, I'm not okay. No shade to bad baby. No shade to her for taking the opportunity. No shade to her for taking the opportunity. But it still doesn't mean that it's right because there's thousands of fucking artists out here who are putting in the work who are putting in the fucking time and craft and skill to be good and they are fighting for the opportunity that she has right now for not doing shit but disrespecting her mama on tv like if you listen to track 15 she'll, she <sighs> talks about that what happened that day That's okay what I'm saying. like okay so i have my homework to do i mean there there, there is something to be said about the idea of a uh, bad baby possibly skipping the line because White privilege shit. Well, I didn't want to go there, but we we yeah, let's about, go there. <laughs> I mean, you you talk about putting putting a battery in an artist's back, like for your this is her debut mixtape, correct? Yes. Like you got YG, Lil Yachty, Asian Doll, Lil Baby, City Girls, Ty Dolla Sign. Those are big features for your very first mixtape. 
So they're kind of propping her up to be this next big thing. Hold and on, I'm, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's okay. So I want you to stop there, right? So let's let's go through this list. All right, you got Migos, Chance the Rapper, Kaylani, Twenty One Savage, SZA, Debut Project, same sa- same label. Same I said label, and I said and the they, same thing. And they said the same thing about they her. The same, they share one of the same exact writers. They have uh, similar writers. She said that before that her and Cardi B have like one one person splits between the two. So they literally are running the same race, and you telling me because because what last week or two weeks ago I was the scum of the earth because I told y'all this white motherfucker taking over. It's like no, but this, but that, and it's like Cardi's doing the same thing. She just black, and you just told me Cardi got top ten album of the year. You fucking with Cardi? I fuck with Cardi. So it's no, like, I, how, how can I, I be busy for Cardi and be like, oh, I don't give a fuck. She don't write, but then look at this girl right here, and I feel like whoever writing her shit, she delivered it dope. But to, to be fair to Cardi, Cardi did have two mixtapes previously. Two, right, exactly. Now, like that baby, that baby. She was rapping the. Before. She was rapping at the script club, and, trying to be no, on Love and Hip Hop. And, and Cardi B was saying, "Yo, I'm about to give up rap to go clean house." And she said, "I think it was her Breakfast Club interview and shit." Like she was like, "None of this shit won't work and went popping." And somebody came and gave her an opportunity. Literally, you. But don't she know. wanted. You but don't. the thing, I don't know. Maybe I, I need. To, I, I'm, I, I'm gonna go listen to that to the outro I could, track. I could. I could be a. In my opinion, I can be a dope ass rapper, and I don't know because I've never tried it. I just rap other people's shit, and somebody could knock on my door and say, "Hey, I'm gonna write this shit for you." Go in the booth, and and people gravitate towards me. Like you can't get mad that these 15, 16 year old kids are gravitating towards this girl and putting her on on, on top of the Billboard charts. Just like we can't get I mad. I can be mad at the fact that this is what rap has become. I'm not, I, I, get be mad. I, I get why why they're they're you know trying to push her because that's I mean that is her artist. You want to make money off of her. But yeah. it, it does it I'm not calling her an industry plant, but she kind of smells she, like oh, she is. is. If anybody is an industry plant, it's her. But okay, oh, so, come on. But so why does she why does she get all the slack for being an industry plant? Energy plant because I know for a fact Russ is an industry. Plant. I guess we know to the chance, label too. We I'm know not, chance I'm, the rapper industry plant. Like it's so many industry okay. plants we could come I mean, out I, and talk about. I, I'm not giving giving her giving her flack for that, but I'm just saying when I when I looked through the track list, like I saw like because I think you were tweeting about her album. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna give her a chance because I'm doing this thing where I got a list of you know artists that I want to listen to because you know I don't want to have a, another Mac Miller situation where I you know don't listen to them until they die. So I was like, you know what? Let me check it out. I checked it out. I'm looking at the the tracks. I'm like, hold up, how am, am I missing something? How did she get a YG feature? How did she get a City Girls like? And those are the questions I was asking myself. And I'm like, who is behind her getting all Atlantic. this stuff for her? And, and and that's what it is. If and and if I'm Atlantic, I'm probably thinking the same thing. Like, okay, how do we get older people to listen to to bad baby because the only thing they know about her is catch me outside how about that from dr phil that's all right. i know about right. her so how do we get an older audience to fuck with her because if i'm if i'm you know a, a a middle school kid a middle a boy middle school i'm listening to this album because she's she's rapping she's talking that shit and Objectively speaking, I'm not saying I'm attracted to her because she's a kid, she's a child. <laughs> Please but say that. Don't even say yes. it. Don't, don't no, no, no. Say but I'm saying say if I no, was don't a, say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. All right, I'm not gonna say it. I won't say it. I'm not gonna say it. Yeah, no, don't say it. Oh, it's Drake. 
You gonna do me like that? That's real Drake. Don't do it. Wait. So what happened with the Drake thing? Pause. No, no, no. We're not gonna pause that, baby, because I feel like we're gonna have a three-hour show if we pause. (laughs) Oh, okay. You're right. Just just gonna wrap up the bad baby thing. I per me personally, in the beginning when I found out she was signed, I was one of those people that was very vocal. Like, how can Atlantic do this? I had the same sentiments as Sai. Like. You got people who've been rapping for 10, 15 years. You got people that's talented, that's doing, you know, playing instruments. And you go sign a girl from Dr. Phil until I sat down and I said, let me not try to compare her to a Foxy or a Lil' Kim. Let me just listen to what the fuck she has to say. I know she don't write her shit, but I listen to Drake. I listen to all these other people I know that get help with their bars. So why, why, why would I hold that over her head? So then I go listen to her and I listen to... Uh, the high bitch remix was the first time I heard her and I was like, well, wait, I got to run that back because she like, she popping cash shit. Like whoever is writing this, they are writing it from her perspective. They understand, I guess, some of the sentiments that she grew up in. You know what I mean? So like when I hear a song like affiliated with Asian Doll, she's not talking about taking drugs. She's not talking about fucking niggas. She's talking about fighting because that's what 15 and 16 year old little girls do when they got problems. They fight. So it's like, a, it's like a song, to me, it's like a, a best friend song. If I'm in high school right now and I'm looking for a down for my niggas or a, a nuck, well, not necessarily a nuck if you buck, but something that's going to unify me and my friends, me and my homegirls, I'm going to put that on. You got other songs on here. Like she has like, you know, love songs that's going to be for your crush. So I think it is a very geared towards her age range. But I think like Marcus said, some of those features that they chose, people my age and older I feel like they can gravitate to and enjoy them if not that that track you know a couple other songs on that project all right Tribbles just for you I'm going to give this project the honest listen because yeah, you're I, hyping this girl up right now I'm not, I, I'm not hyping her I just told you I feel like the, pro- the project as a whole was not great the feature saved this project but at the same time like her- she She's not she's not the worst I've ever heard out of these new guys that people are hyping up like this little pump song with Kanye. Like hey, but that shit cold. That shit cold. That, but that oh, shit but that shit cold. But that's cold. Wait, like, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. it's, I think people hold that that Go. catch me outside shit over their head, but we can still openly bump Rick Ross, who we know like his story is a whole fraud. A whole you know fraud. Like we like we we fuck with fake niggas, but it's like now we're gonna put up we gonna put an asterisk beside her name. So that's all my my thing is like if you go, if you go, fuck with frogs, fuck with all the frogs. That's um, cool. okay. or at least give. Well, not right. let me let me rephrase that. Give them a try. The thing is, is that uh, all right? All right, salute. That's all I can say. A salute, and just you know, listen to the project because I have a perception of what from based on what I've heard, and I tried. It's just like I don't want to hear this little girl yelling at me, rapping, but you know, maybe I'm blinded. Well, you can't, you can't go into the project with super high expectations, though. Like, and I think, but I think the, beats, I, the, the production was really good. But I, I went into this when I first listened to it. I didn't go into it thinking I'm going to get, you know, this J. Cole, you know, Big Sean, Rappy. I knew what I was getting into. But, so that's why when I listened that, to it, I was like, it's, it's okay. Like, it's, it's, it's geared towards a certain audience. That audience isn't me. And I understand that. And I, I'm trying to I'm trying to get into that mode where I'm not calling everything trash because everything is. And see, that's trash. where I think Sai. I think Sai is, is where I was like, no, listen, like six or seven months ago, I was like, yo, I don't like these new niggas. If I was listening to the new niggas, it was like I'm listening, but I'm comparing to. What I like some I new love. niggas. It's 
but you but I feel like you go into a lot of projects compare or want, looking to compare it. To I just want good music. I'm sorry, y'all. I just want good music. But you, I don't but care see, who it's from. But see, then now you're comparing it to a standard. Like the fact that you said that, that's like okay. Now I'm going in whatever you consider to be good music quality. That's, that's what you're comparing. So the music okay, so is if, good for a 12 year old. Like if I'm 12, I'm liking this. So as a, okay, so as a 30 something year old man, I, it's I, let, it's different. Let's talk. Okay, right. so let's go back to the the little pump song. So you said that you just told me that song slap. What about that song to you is quality or of of sub or not even of substance? But <laughs> I find quality. it funny. I find it funny. Um, I find the beat knocking, uh, hook catchy. I mean, the shit is. I mean, it's tight. It's decent. It's. I like it. I also like Fifi now. I've admitted to that already. Well, first off, Nikki dropped bars in that song, so that's good. <laughs> Damn, we said Nikki again. You gotta bleep this out, like bleep all these. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. I don't know. My thing. My thing is when I when I tweet about her, it's I honestly I do not be trolling. Like I think a lot of people think I troll. I'm like <laughs> I'm not trolling when I speak about her. It's like. I hear songs of hers or verses of hers that are really good. Right. And that y'all are very open. What people. this this is what I'll do. This is what I'll make it easier on you. I'll, I'll I'm gonna suggest that you listen to the outro just because you can hear a story, and then okay. I will literally give you the songs that I would pl- that I currently play of hers or her verses. Okay, I please keep them out. I won't make you sit through that. I'm gonna give you four songs. Okay. Tweet them out to the world. We, we also got to remember that this is this is the floor for her. Like this is as bad as it's going to be for her. She's only going to get better what? if she decides yeah. to stick to this. She's only going to get better. All right, you're and right. She, and, she exactly. She, she might. You're right. She's a, she's young. Right. Like she's going to grow. But, she's going to get some life experience. You know, she right. could get better. I, right. I don't know. All right, let's let's clap it up for the little white girl on TV disrespecting her mama. Wow. And, get, and gets a record deal out of it. Yeah, I'm being wow. super pro black right now because <laughs> wow. I know wow. hella, hella bitches in high school who I fought personally who probably wants to be a rapper and never made it. But uh, you know, let them be on TV. That is that is fair. That it's is fair. not gonna be. Oh, but, but but you just told me last week You're that, attractive. that Eminem being white had nothing to do with his success. It That's didn't. Crazy. It didn't though because Eminem you, really spits bars. You tell you told me that he had like him. You told me that. Really last week. That's why Roddy, <laughs> Eminem really spits bars though. But the fact he is with no. the greats. Eminem is with the greats. His speaking, legacy is solidified for decades. He's speaking, good. He's speaking, good money. Speaking of <laughs> other greats, um, again, we're gonna go. We're in week two of our roses segment, and again, if you didn't catch the last episode, roses is our new segment that we rolled out to kind of highlight um, artists, older artists, um, who you know they kind of go unnoticed, or you know, as time progresses, we forget their true impact on music. And so this week, I have the liberty to do it, and we're gonna discuss Bun B of UGK. Um, most people especially like this generation were introducing UGK through International Players Anthem. So this uh, Bun B was the guy in the purple suit with the fitted cap to the side for those who are listening, aka KJ. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but UGK out of uh, Texas, really close with Rap-A-Lot and Jay Prince, um, one of Marcus's arch rivals. And I think most people gravitate towards his his bandmate or his groupmate, Pipsy, who was a very outlandish with his words, with his thought process. 
And he also had an amazing pen as well. I, I enjoy a lot of Pimp C music, but I think because he was so flashy, Bun B kind of fell into that plain Jane role, and a lot of people didn't respect his bars uh, stand as a standalone. Uh, kind of how we spoke last week with Bit with Big Boy, you're kind of attracted more to the persona of a person than the actual bars. So this particular week, I wanted to make sure that we all spoke. I mean, well, not spoke, but we just gave Big uh, Bun B his his claps, his flowers, his roses, and. The I guess the, the the path that he laid out for a lot of the the southern rappers, especially um, for people who may be interested in listening to some tracks or listening to him, I guess at his you know top notch, definitely check out Murder by UGK um, because initially you're gonna hear I think Pepsi starts off the song and Pepsi comes hard and then Bun B just comes out and washes the fuck out of him. Also, of course, his verse on International Player Players Anthem. Um, get thrown. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, get thrown is also a very good vocal, well, not a vocal, but a lyrical demonstration of what Bun B has brought to the game. So, salute yeah. to Bun B. Um, I don't know if you guys got other songs you want to shout out so that they could possibly listen to. Yeah, I might be showing my age because you, you mentioned most people know, uh, were introduced to Bun B through International Players Anthem. I was introduced to Bun B on Big Pimpin'. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I yeah. Forgot that, was, that was that was the first time but, for me that I yeah. heard him. But you know what? I feel like no one paid attention to him in that video because Pimp C's verse was so memorable. Like yes. when when Jay Z performs Big Pimp in live, like he lets that verse go out. You know, like yeah. I think a lot of I think a lot of times people forget he's on it. He's just that dude that comes in between. <laughs> Uh, that's the thing about bun b man he's a great team player i mean he sounds good with a lot of different people from like uh obviously pimp c to big crit to he can he can rock with Lil john like he's he he's a good team player and and a person to rap with he's solid but shout out to his latest album the return of the trill that's a dope solid project i think it came out like a week i think it came out two weeks ago so definitely check that one out yep so while we're on the topic of groups and we said in the earlier podcast although we got caught up on these reviews (laughs) but we were talking about how we were going to come together and try to put together uh, a quick off the top of the head top five um best groups i guess well not groups best let's go best duos first and then I guess we can kind of transition to the larger groups. So, of course, I feel like UGK would have to fall in the five somewhere. What other, I guess, rap duos are we considering putting on, like, the committee podcast top five duos? Can we say Mob Deep? Rest in peace to I like, I like Mob Deep. I like Mob Deep. Yeah, no, they don't. Of course, we got to throw Outcast back out there. Um, Sniffles, what you what, what kind of group do you have? What group um, do you have? I outside of Outcast, Mob Deep was one. Um, I would throw. I think Clips should be in there. Mm, I think they're. Yeah. I think they're one of the the better rap duos. Their albums are really put together well. And they and obviously they have chemistry because they're brothers. But and they're and they're really good rappers together. I, I really like Clips. I go back and listen to their stuff all the time. And I'm like, I feel like they should have been bigger, and I don't understand why they weren't. I don't know. Um, because um, the brother had to go away and get I, saved. I may this mm. may be, this may be a southern bias, but did anybody like listen to the Youngbloods? 
Yes, I yes. did. I, I did, I, but I, they only had a they they only they only had a couple couple hits though. I just I just feel like I'm not willing to put them in my like, yeah. Five. Okay, what about Eight Ball MJG? Yes, I'm 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 definitely down for that one. I, right. That was in my that was in my what, list. I'm I'm like writing them down, and then we'll try to like uh, put them in order, some type of order. I'm just kind of naming them. Apparently, I can't say Eric B and Rakim, so no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, first, Rakim's up there in my top, like my top. 10, hey, 10, listen, 20. classic old school. Or or DJ uh, Jazzy Jeff, Fresh Prince, damn, can't get better than Summertime. Can I, we consider I, them a, I mean, this way. What? Definitely. Oh, sure. No, I mean, they are a group, but like, it's like a DJ and a rapper. Like, yeah, yeah sure. Huh. I'm I'm I know I'm somewhat biased in my in my list because when duos were coming out it was more so in the nineties and I grew up, you know, in the in the South. So like you're not gonna see a lot of Black Star or Med Breath. Med and Red and um Method Man and Red Man, yeah. Yeah, like Dead Pro. You're not gonna get a lot of New York based uh groups and duos for me just because you know, that's just what was around me at the time that, that I listened to. You know what I'm saying? Like, UGK is something that I would have listened to more than Dead Prez. You know, Outcast obviously, is something that I'm going to hear more based on where I grew up at. So for all you, for, for all you New Yorkers, are you, you know, like, standing behind, standing on the street corner on. with the, you know, with your beat, with your New York critic <laughs> With caps, the Tims. You know what I'm saying? Your bubble, your bubble your bag. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. I know that they're great rappers from New York, but at that time, I wasn't listening to New York rap like that. So, part uh, of so here's a question because I feel like doing this ranking is gonna be a lot harder than I thought. Here's a question. I'm gonna ask you guys. <laughs> I'm gonna ask you guys a question. And you guys answer it. So, Outcast or UGK? Outcast. Outcast. Mm. Mm. That's hard. That that's that kind of hurt oh, when wow. I said that. It hurt. Wow. It I'm hurt over, a little bit. I'm over here kind of like I don't know. I don't know. Outcast like, and UGK. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm still going. But, well, well. And I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not talking about looking at accolades. I'm just talking about strictly from sounds. Going from like, strictly body of work, it's Outcast. Like, I'll, if you you can name any yeah. rap group, any rap duo ever, I am picking Outcast. So you're saying Outcast yeah, is the number one. I think so. Yes, I agree. Ever. I think yes. I do. I do think Outcast is the number one rap duo. I agree. Yeah, I'm. I'm Outcast. Just their flow, the their their growth, the sound, their influence. Like I, you're not gonna yeah. you're not gonna name another duo that I, that I would put over Outcast. Like it's, I put their discography up against any duo, and you're. I don't feel like you're gonna have a. But honestly, though, I think we are kind of sleeping on DJ Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince because back in the '90s, when we're talking about like pure '90s, low keys, mm-hmm. like their mixtapes. I know, but I mean, they're, I mean, they're a duo. But he, I mean, only one person was rapping on that one, so you I don't. don't know, I count. guess. All right, fine. I'm still gonna try to throw that in there. Like put in, put in, <laughs> put in Jazzy Jeff and Will Smith. Who are you gonna compare almost, them to? That's almost like putting Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. Like Dr. Dre wasn't a, a DJ, but he was a producer. He didn't really rap. That's kind oh, of the I same guess. thing. Like that's not a group. That's not a group. All right. So yeah. So, are you are you New Yorkers with your Madden Wrath and you know Black? You Star? can't even say it right, yo. Whatever. 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 
outcast over all of those guys. Okay, so let's, nah. let's look at larger groups, or I guess like cliques or collectives. So like your Wu Tang's, your Dipsets. Who? Oh, Rockefeller. We... So, oh, okay. This is a question I asked on Twitter a long time ago. Bad years boy. Ago. I want I want to hear this question. I want to hear the answer <laughs> to this question. You are in the '90s, of course. You got a million dollar contract right in front of you from two labels. Again, you you don't foresee the future. You only know this is the '90s, okay? You're not in 2018. You're in the '90s. You got two million dollar contracts. One is from No Limit. One is from Cash Money. Where are you going? No Limit. No Limit was they were out there. They were out there heavy. I'm out of with No Limit at the time. Yeah, okay. No Limit, easy. Thanks. I think No Limit. I think that they good business. I think that's they really push they push their art they push their artists really heavy. They really did yeah. and not not saying cash money did it, but I feel like no limit had a new album or a new project like every other week. Like they just kept pushing and stuff. they were right and they were super um support. It seemed like they was a family. Like I really got that vibe from No Limit. Like it was all right, so yeah. back you back maybe this time this is like the early two thousands, like two thousand, two thousand one. And you got two million dollars. Well, let's go inflation. Like you got four million dollars, right? <laughs> and one says Rockefeller, one says Bad Boy. Where are you going? Mm. You this, is, this is the two thousands. This is the two thousand. This is two thousand. Damn, that's kind of hard, man. That's super hard. But I think like, I'm going with Rockefeller. Two thousand, two thousand one. Yeah, I'm going Rockefeller. Now that's blueprint, Jay Z. Listen, listen, I love Hope to Death. I think I'm gonna go with Bad Boy. I mean, really? I probably would be. I wouldn't be anywhere. I wouldn't be anywhere today. But like, I think at that moment, yeah, Bad Boy was churning out hits from both the rap sector, the R&B side. Like, yeah, I mean, Diddy was everywhere. You know, this was like literally. um, I, I think this was on the first first or two second season of like his Sean John where whatever like Diddy was out there I think I would have been one I, I think I would have yeah. been one, I think I would have wanted to be attached more to Diddy than to Jay-Z at that time if I if I didn't know the future if I didn't know that, the that is fair because at that time it was mostly just Jay-Z but for like you said freeway Come on, Dipset was just now. Dipset was part of Rockefeller. Freeway, like Freeway's debut, wasn't until like '03. Beanie, he was he was known, but he wasn't like like you know right. the same. Like they weren't like big, like you know they weren't topping the charts, making hits like that. Diddy was. Yeah. So you know what, you might you might have swayed me on that one. I might have to to. Cause you, you think know, about it, like bad go get the cheesecake for for bad both. boy. Bad boy had both sides. Yeah, like he had Carl Thomas doing that run. You got the <laughs> Evans. Yeah, you got uh, you know, Shine was like when Shine dropped. That was huge for bad boy. That was like this. That was getting the street edge to bad boy. I mean, to bad boy, and then you know we know what happened. But um, no, I just think I don't know. I just think at that given moment, two thousand two thousand one, puppy. I don't that. think I. And now that you say mention Shine, um, shout out to him. I don't think I would have because of all the external shit that was happening with Bad Boy. Uh, we we kind of fresh. We still we still got the Biggie death lingering over us around that time. We still, I don't know. But but my music in the club every weekend. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, niggas. But Diddy had a lot of shit going on outside mm. of Bad Boy, but. Within Bad Boy, his artists mm-hmm. were moving. They, they were—I mean, they signed shitty deals, but they were moving. Right. 
They look yeah. like they was getting money. Um, but yeah, what uh, I'm trying to think, what's another label? What's another good label to do that with? Rough, who's up with Rough Riders or Terror Squad? Uh, not Terror Squad. I'm sorry. Um, Ooh, I would never sign a Terror Squad. Uh, was it? Was that what the name of that label was? Terror Squad. That was with Remy and Fat yeah, Joe. Remy. And yeah, I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have went there. I mean, no. it it didn't stick. No, I mean it, it had Ashanti, Jaru. Murder. First off, Murder Inc. Murder Inc. Uh, Murder Inc. was a dope ass label. Um, yeah, that's the, that's what I'm thinking of. I don't know why I'm thinking of Terrence, but but where does where does G Unit rank in the in the group discussion? Like, if, like do we put them like are they top ten worthy? Are they you know like yo, top ten? Absolutely, G Unit. Yo, yeah. yo, yeah. Uh, if G Unit would have stayed, stayed together, no. If G Unit would have stayed together, if G Unit never yeah. breaks up, if you got fifty banks, luck. Yayo, who am I missing? Did you That's it. Game, no game, game. If you have all those guys and they stay together, they would have been the greatest uh, rap group of all time. Well, they I won't go everything. that far. They wow. had everything. That far. Everything. They had every. They had every coast. They had a southern they had rapper. A, uh, they had a New York rapper. Movie? They had a, yeah. They had a West Coast rapper. You had an R and B singer. You got Dr. Drake beats. You have a Eminem features available. You have the biggest rapper at that time, the 50 Cent, as a, the, the front man. That would have been the greatest rap group of all the time if they had stayed together. Like, No Mercy or Beg for Mercy, that album is great. But they, they, I mean, they only had one album. So I would have put them up with anybody if they had stayed together, I feel like. That was, I feel like that was a lost opportunity in, in hip hop. That's, that's one of those, you know, what if. In, in hip hop, like what if they stay together? What happens to them? And I feel like they become. The I think you're reaching. I'm not. I definitely think I'm you're not. reaching. I, I'm I not. think G Unit but, was great. I think G Unit was really, really good, but not that great. Yeah, <laughs> I, think, I hear you. Lloyd, Yayo, and Lloyd wasn't wasn't putting out that many hits, bro. Um, but but you put them together. Like we're gonna act like Lloyd Banks didn't have bars. Like you need a spitter in your group, and he was that. Game was a spitter. Buck could spit. 50 was on, you get 50 to write you a hook or a chorus. Like he was, a, let's not act like 50 wasn't great at that back in the day. Like he could write you a hook. Yeah, like shout out to get the strap. Hey, y'all fuck with you get the strap. Get the strap, get the strap. Without, like, the, without the sick design version though. What are you missing from that group? Like what does that group have? That group you're, has. You're, you're pressing it. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to big it up. Like they have everything there. There's, you can't name another rap group that has the diversity that G-Unit had. There isn't one out there. Mm, well, now there's, no group that, there's no group that has right. that it's kind of diversity. Is it almost time to talk about Kanye yet or what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, can we, can we oh, before, before we move to Kanye, can we, can we, I guess, put a, a list. yeah, the list of the top five duos and top five groups. Can we Let's go ahead and just so the people know, like, what are, obviously we're going right, to have so, Outkast. So group, so group, okay, so we'll go Outkast is one. I'm personally, I vote for UGK at two. I think UGK, they literally were the were two of the gatekeepers of Southern music. Like they influenced what we love. Some of our top favorite rappers today, especially those that come out of the South, like they all speak in high regards to both Bundy and Pimpsy. I think, I think not only the, does their discography speak for itself, I think they got the respect of the game. I'm putting them at two. And I'm and I'm putting clips at three. So I might have put, put Mob Deep. Too. No. I'm, oh shit! I forgot about Mob Deep. Let's okay. Yeah, Mob Deep three. 
I so I'm yeah. saying Outcast, UGK, Mob Deep. Um Clips. Okay. Yeah. I mean, do we have to agree on this list? For the most part. Okay. I, as long as Outcast is number one and clips get a mention in the top five, I'm I'm good with whatever's on there. Those are the only ones I will fight for. I will fight for Outcast to be number one, and I'll fight for Clips to be mentioned in the top five. I'm I'm fine right now. I'm fine with the Outcast, UGK, Mob Deep, Clips. Who is five? Eight Ball, MJG. I I personally might throw Black Star in there because I did like their album. Okay, then I'm gonna go with. I know I did. I'm gonna go with Eight Ball. What about Yin Yang Twins? See, I feel like we have to do like a, a special like twerk something. We really need to have a twerk a twerk song. Because Young Twins had the club going up for a minute. For a long time. Like that whole crunk period was a, a period. Yeah. Um, what about what about groups? You want to do that one too? Groups. Because I, I, I think Gen I have Gen my... Gen is not one. So let's just put that out there. Not... <laughs> uh, I definitely think uh, Dipset should be there. I think I do think G Unit is there. Who, who's beating Dipset? Because I right now Dipset's two, but I don't know who I want at one. I'd put NWA up there. Mm, I can get with that. And and like we, we were talking about it previously, as far as like it doesn't count as a group or not. Um, having a name to your group, and this this crew has a name, so I'm gonna put Black Hippie up there. Kendrick Lamar, mm. Schoolboy Q, Absol, J Rock, they have a name. They have a couple of songs together. I'm putting them in my top five. I need more from them before you can put them in the top five. I guess. I need, I, oh, I need you know what, Sai? I got I got the group for you, Sai. Just because you, you mentioned say? from your from your birthday, uh Tribe Conquest. Yes, come through, Tribe. Yes, definitely have to be up there. What's Q tip like? Shut up. <laughs> Oh, I ain't even gonna lie to y'all. I'm cheating. I'm scrolling uh, Wikipedia, trying to find some crew. Uh, what? What about? Okay, this, this is we really gotta do this crunk episode because I feel like somebody has to give Crime Mob their flowers too. Yes, Those yes, girls, I will do if that. We, if we could break out and make Diamond and Princess be a combo, like they, like literally, that's what the City Girls was supposed to be, right there, Diamond and Princess. Yeah, come on, yeah. We That's the formula. Uh, D- does D12 get any love? No, oh, not in the top five. No. What about the group that Jeezy... Uh, I'm sorry. Um, was Jeezy in a group? There was yeah, a group. Well, Boys in the Hood. Definitely not. There was, no. there was only like two good ones in the whole group. Like four people. Yeah, you're the right. Group. They were trash. Uh, not trash, but yeah. It was. I mean, it wasn't trash, but they... Yeah. Wu Tang. That's considered a group. Okay, Wu Tang. Yeah, we'll do Wu Tang. A lot we, of a lot of great duos came up from out of that. What about the Fuji's? Ah, oh yeah, I said the firm, the Fuji's. Yes, the Fu, the Fuji's. Was Yo, lo, like low key, I want the firm to make the top five. They definitely top ten. The firm's definitely top ten. Definitely. Unfortunately, they couldn't hold it together for a sophomore project, but yeah. What about Goody Mob? Oh yes, because yeah, yes. if you love if you love outfits, yes. you gotta like. I mean, yes. that was I did Yes, yes. The South has some good music, man. It's, I ain't gonna lie. 
to be honest, the South is, in my opinion, outside of you know that first maybe decade of hip hop. I think mm. the South has ran it since then. I mean, I think they, I think the South has given everybody else a chance because you know it was a, a, a huge West Coast influence and Midwest and all that. Like, but the South has set the tone. I think literally probably since the eighties on out. Yeah, I don't know. Niggas got to niggas got to reset South. But it's one duo or group that most people wouldn't consider them a group and they think it's a cheat code, but I think the throne should be somewhere with an asterisk on either one of these lists. I think yeah. what, what Kanye what Kanye <sighs> and Jay did on Watch the Throne was something special. We'll never, regardless of their season it. We'll what do you think about the again. Carters then? I mean, I feel like if you put the throne up there, you gotta put the Carters. If we put the Carters in this conversation, I, I don't think the Carters project goes anywhere if I'm looking at Watch the Throne. I'll put that in the trash. All right, so the bam bam, there it is. Yeah, like I mean, I'm sorry, love B, but I'm gonna take Wash the Throne of Everything Is Love any day. Sorry, mm. still, still love ape shit. I love, I love ape shit, seeing it live, but the heat that they brought on that album, they could, it could never be duplicated. That's why they're teasing a number two. Even that's actually it, a really good comparison. Wash the Throne or Everything Is Love. I, I don't know. Everything Is Love is actually that great. It was really wow. great. Wow! Um, no, wow! No, the way that the no. time evolves and people. When I told y'all that shit was fire, I still think it's fire out. I'm just sick of Watch the Throne. Though. Give, give, give Everything Is Love a little bit longer yeah. to sit in the crates. We'll try. We'll try. Well, I'm gonna try, but right now I'm still. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, Watch the Throne is, is like, phenomenal. Honestly, the first, like, you know, the first three songs, it's like, give me an album where the first three songs have. Well, eh, never mind, because Lift Off was kind of a trash ass opener. Like, if, looking at it from an opening standpoint, it's a dope song, but from an opening standpoint, but the fact that it sets up Niggas in Paris the way it does. Oh no, I lied. Made in America is the first song, so never mind. I lied. I lied. That intro, the intro really wasn't that that strong, but lift off into um, niggas in Paris into gotta have it. That was a good little transition if you press play on the album. But speaking of Kanye and Jay, shout out to Hov. Kanye, hey, here's my favorite part. Yay <laughs> is back on the internet. I mean, he never really left, but he's back on the internet this time. He's chosen a a different platform. He's still getting his Instagram. tweets off, but he's on the gram. Like, I know I saw that as of September 11th I think as of last week I like I didn't even know Kanye was on the gram I just people start screenshotting and I'm like is this photoshop and they're like no he really has it and I'm like oh he's really on the gram so uh, recently in the past couple of weeks Kanye has been on this tour he's been around in Chicago he was on WGCI um, doing an interview where he apologized to the city of Chicago he apologized for his Donald Trump comments um, he's just been kind of Slowly but surely, writing some of the wrongs that he set out, he's made up with Drake. Um, kind of, kind of. As of, as of as of a few hours ago, he made up with Drake, and just you know, you just kind of see him moving funny, but I mean, not funny, but just moving different in a positive light. Something to be said there. And so, a lot of people, aka Twitter, they're not buying it. They're saying that he's quote unquote doing this rebrand because he's ready to sell us shoes. He's already teased us with music, um, a joint project with Chance the Rapper. So he's just trying to do this so that we can be interested in these projects and make him stream his album to number one like we did once he had his Donald Trump comments and Gay came out. So, I mean, isn't that do we, uh, believe, do we believe Kanye? 
I mean, isn't that the way that all album rollouts happen? Unless you're Jay-Z, Beyonce, you can drop some shit out of the sky. I mean, uh, I know we can't talk about this person on this podcast today, but uh, it's very reminiscent of a lot of things a lot of artists have done. So, yeah, I mean, all right, so what? I mean, we'll take him. If he's going to be putting the money into Chicago, like Chance is putting the money in, then yeah, we'll take him. What about you, Marcus? Like, what do you do? You is this a rebrand? So I'm rebranding to sell you some more shit, or is this a? I really had my eyes open because he used the phrase today on one of his Instagram videos. Was like, uh, what did he say? He said, "I'm out of the sunken place," and I know that was a joke that the internet came up with. But do you really think Kanye is out of the sunken place, or is this just a ploy for us to give him more money? I think it's a little bit of both, but for me, I think Kanye is one of the more authentic people out there he's kind of in that wale category where he says what he means and some people don't like it they they don't like some of the things that he says but i feel like when he says something he believes it at that time like whatever he says he believes it 100 percent. he's not just out here saying stuff just faking it um if he says you know Beyonce has the greatest video of all time, then that's what he believed at that time. And he's just not yeah. saying it just to say it. You know, so if he's saying that he's trying to, you know, I, I watched the interview that he had with the, the Chicago radio station. He was being honest about, you know, the whole TMZ thing, him being on uh, different medication, um, about the uh, the president stuff, slavery being a choice. He expressed himself on that. He apologized for that stuff. So he's he did walk that stuff back, but I felt like he truly believed that like that's he I, I don't think he's just gonna say it just to say it just for like just for PR's sake you know he's not Kim Kardashian where she, I feel like she probably does a little bit more like hey I'm doing this because I got lipstick coming out I got this because I got a book coming out whatever like if Kanye if we know that Kanye has an album coming out we're gonna check for it whether he you know, tweets or Instagrams or not. Like, we, everybody's, he's one of those artists that's solidified. Like, we check for Kanye. We check for new Kanye stuff. So, me personally, I believe him, but I'm a Kanye stan. I, I, I like, yeah. I like I and think love everything he I does except yay. Yeah, I agree with that, um, that the, he believes it at that time. I mean, I, I take his mental health into serious consideration and, because I know what mental health looks like, and I'll keep saying this, I take what he says with a grain of salt. I mean, he's a Gemini and he's bipolar. Whoa, I mean, that whoa, shit is not. Whoa. Well, personal attacks on horoscopes in this podcast will not be tolerated. <laughs> you I, know what? Are I am, you a, I a Gemini? Gemini? I am well, a Gemini, and I personally sometimes yeah. feel connected with Kanye, and I understand how he thinks. So that's why I can tolerate well, him. A yeah, lot. I mean. You, so you understand that y'all are wishy-washy. No, <laughs> y'all are two it's, different it's, people. Not, it's not even that. It's honestly, this is what I, this because this happens to me a lot. And this is what I think it is with Kanye. I think our brain moves so much, like just so fast, like so fast. And that we start talking and initially we finished the, we finished our thought, you know, in our head. And we, but we've only said, you know, half a thing. And that was always my criticism with him on Twitter. Well, not necessarily criticism, but that was kind of like, I guess, me, quote unquote, putting my cape on because I'm like, it's so many times I'll be in the middle of a thread or in my head, I want to create a thread and I get to get trying to like type it out. And I'm like, just fuck it. I can't put it in words. Like, I don't understand. Wow. You know, like, so that must I, be traumatic. No, it really is. It's, it's, 
it's one of those things, like, honestly, a lot of people look at my social media, like, I have people reach out, I was like, yeah, hey, you okay, you don't be really tweeting, I'm like, a lot of times I get to tweeting, and then I'll, like, put something in there, and I'm like, why am I even telling yeah. y'all? Like, why, why, like, sometimes I'd be like, why am I even telling y'all? It's a Gemini shit. Yeah, so, I mean, hey. I, I, overall, I do think he's trying to sell us stuff, but I don't think that's his sole purpose. No, I, I, agree. I think he know he fucks. I think he, I think he genuinely knows he fucked up. He and fucked I, up, yeah. And I think with him, not just him saying I'm sorry, but him doing the sorry in Chicago, him being seen out in Chicago doing things for people, you know, like yeah. for most people that's a PR stunt. But I'm like, when you go back home, yeah, that's the ultimate rebrand. When you go, when you go back home, that's something different to me. I don't know. Because Kanye hasn't been in Chicago for probably a decade now. He's, you know, LA is really his home. Yeah. I, think, I think it's gonna be good for him because he's he's gonna be able to see what Chicago was like since he's left, and he'll be able to 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 really experience what this you know what's really happening in the city. And Chicago is just one of those places where all you gotta do is just live there to to see the the shit that's happening from the politics to to the streets and everything in between so uh but no i mean i fuck with it and it seems like from his instagram it seems like he's maybe moving into his old house or he's moving into a house and renovating it so it seems like that's a real a real move i'm here for it uh but i'm a kanye stan i'm i'm here for it i feel like if it's going to give us Better music? Yeah. yeah. I, because I don't want to shit on Ye. I, I still personally enjoy Ye. I still listen to a lot of tracks from Ye. There's only seven of them. So I listen to about five of them still frequently. But you can hear, although it's good music in my opinion, you still can hear that lack of substance. And I think that was what a lot of people fell in love with Kanye about. Was I not necessary. I mean, we loved his beats, but we didn't know who he was when he was making beats for other people. But when he, you know, when he came out as Kanye the rapper, we were mm-hmm. in love with the content and it just worked perfectly mm-hmm. that he was a producer so he could craft those words around dope ass beats. And I, and that's what I want to hear. I still hear very great beats. I, I, I don't think he'll ever lose that, but I want him to kind of dig, you know, dig deep, kind of not necessarily. Yeah. I, I hate to use it like this, but go the Jay-Z route. Like Jay-Z says now he doesn't rap unless he got something to say. You know, and yeah. you see what these last few projects they've been centered around a theme. You know, so maybe- I think he he did say something um that was very true today about I think he tweeted out about uh Twitter or social media taking away like the likes and the comments oh, yeah, and just shit. having a and having a world of social media where people can't necessarily see how many follows and, and comments and shit you get. I think that's a very real like idea and it's not this crazy idea for people to to see what likes and comments incentivizes people to do i mean it's it's almost like his 2018 version of like we all subconscious i'm just the first to admit it it's but and i, I agree that, but content. i want to hear that yeah I and like, I, I mean i get it like i i and i definitely liked the tweet when i saw it um i liked it on instagram when i saw it on the shade room like i like it i love it but it's like i want to hear that yeah. You know, and I keep picking on this little pump song because honestly, the Kanye verse is catchy, so I I quit I catch myself like singing the hook. <laughs> but, it's, but, but it's also on some shit where it's just like, damn, this is what Kanye's become. Like I, I listened to that song and I was just like, yeah. damn, like that ain't yeah. 
I don't that's think that's. Not... I think he's gonna come with uh, some substance. I, I just think he has to come back home. Sometimes you just gotta go back home, and I think he's surrounding himself with the people that he he used to, and they're embracing him. I feel like if his friends, if his friends that he caused his family is embracing embracing him and saying, "Hey, come back home," then who am I as a fan or as a person who don't even know him to say? you still cancel even though i never canceled him but i mean hey and he tweeted he i think he instagram a picture of jay-z beyonce talking about family like I'm, I'm trying to see what that is coming to i mean is that a real thing or it's it's a real photo i think a lot of the internet said that you know he posted that because he felt that beyonce was in his yeezy shoe and then another blog reported that it wasn't his shoe so i don't know if that was you know, if that's why he posted it. But I feel like with that caption and with, you know, him kind of moving and making amends with Drake for the most part up until this recent incident, like, I think he's just really been trying to right his wrongs. All the people Mm -hmm. that he has, that he knows and he physically can see that he's upset, he's trying Mm -hmm. to go back and fix that. And it's like, Mm -hmm. who am I to say that you're, you know, your, your, your apology isn't sincere. Like, you don't have to accept it, but who am I to say that it wasn't a sincere apology? So yeah. it's just kind of like with me. I never canceled them. I always tell people I'm always here for the music. And that's how I stand with Kanye. Um, I mean, I've never purchased any Yeezys or anything like that, but I've always listened to the music. So I'm like, I'm still going to give Tidal and Apple Music and Spotify their money every yeah. month. So it's not, you know what I'm saying? It's not going to hurt me to go press play. No, so. I don't think so. And I, even with the Drake thing, I could, I could see where he was coming from. Uh, as far as like the insinuation that he slept with with his wife, um, I think that all of that is coming from a real place of hurt, of just you know, of wanting to make amends. I, I, I and the internet, that. and the internet, yeah. because let's let's not forget that allegation, because it's still an allegation that was yeah. made by some people that sat on Twitter and start linking shit together, like the the same people who were behind this Nikki and Cardi beef, like all of that. So it's just like. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe you know, maybe this is his detox or his, or his, not necessarily rap wise, but kind of like his kill Jay Z moment where you just lay it all out and you let people see who you are and either they accept it or leave it, but you're just gonna still do you. And I think even our introduction to Kanye, he's always had a wall up. He's always been, you know, quote unquote arrogant. And I think that was just him protecting himself. And I think slowly but surely. We're seeing those walls come down. Now, if you believe in it or or if you believe them or if you fuck with them, that's two different things. But I think that's what we're witnessing right now. We, I could be wrong, but that's personally yeah. what I feel like. It's all speculation. Like, None yeah. of us ever really yeah. know. Yeah, but um, I'm excited. I, I know he's going to do, what is it, Saturday Night Live next week or the week after that? So, the tw- yeah, so I'm assuming we're gonna get music directly after that, like most artists do who do Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live. So um, we'll definitely talk about it once we get material, or, or if we get some follow up in this road to rebrand. <laughs> um, yeah, I think this this rebrand is kind of this. This looks bad for Drake, honestly, for me. Like this, just this is just another thing to add to the list of you know, things that Drake has done that people are not willing to talk about. Like he, like he, apparently he, he dropped a song with French Montana throwing shots at Kanye still. And Kanye's not 
on that wave. Like he's not about this beef stuff. And yet Drake continues to go at him. Meanwhile, Pusha T's, he's right there. If you want to rap, Pusha Drake, T's But Drake did the same thing to Meek. Like Meek was clearly down after that second track. And he still continued to throw shots, you know. Then he was that beef before or after if you're reading this is just too late. I believe that was before. Because the, the, the reference track was on that, that album. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. But I just think, Drake, if you want smoke, go get smoke. Ye does not want smoke. Go get smoke if you really Who want Who want the smoke? Who like, I don't believe you, Drake. Like, just get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I hope, I'm always down for a good rap beef that stays on wax and not, I don't necessarily care about Instagram stories and Twitter beefs, but I really want niggas to rap. So if Kanye and Drake want to rap, I'm here for the beef, beef but if not, and and when I say Drake, Drake be direct. You've been direct before. Let's be direct again, and you know, knock that shit out the park. But last and final thing, because I feel like we've been on this podcast for a little minute. So shout out to everybody that's in whatever minute or hour that that we're on. Shout out to listening. But we wanted to introduce another to this podcast, and it's called what's what's in the crate. And so we want to highlight artists. Um, the newer artists, it's kind of like the inverse of Roses. We want to highlight a newer artist that we feel like you guys should take a listen to or maybe explore their discography or maybe someone that's not really getting their shine, but they're putting out dope content like we spoke earlier about Wale. Um, some of these people are kind of on the lower tiers of their of their peers. So Sniffles is going to take it away this week. All right. The uh, first person we're going to go with is no name she's a rapper out of chicago she has worked with chance the rapper she was on acid rap and on coloring book she is uh for the most part if you're into like poetry then you'll like her it's uh kind of a neo soul uh jazz mixed with rap her uh second album uh room 25 came out this week it's really good really uh upbeat the production is really good. Uh, her previous mixtape, Telephone, is was the first time I heard her. She dropped that like three or four years ago. Uh, she's an independent artist, so she doesn't have any label behind her. She doesn't have a lot of uh, features, if any. Uh, she doesn't have any big name features on this project. So she's independent. She's trying to get her name out there, trying to you know do her art and. Um, She's it's, not Cardi and Nikki. So, no, you know that's that. that's the thing. It's if you're trying to market no name, it's going to be tough. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, this stuff you can't really play on the radio. Now I will say that the the songs on on Room Twenty Five, there is a little bit more ratchetness on this album compared to her first one. But when you compare it to you know like City Girls or Cardi B, it's not on that level. But for it's her, a, it's, it's a the diversity. It's the diversity that everyone you know that is over this feud between the other two big girls. Like, yes, if you're if, if you're looking for a female rapper that is more so about the rapping and you know. And what's her name? Play, no, no name. name. No, no name. How All right. You know, she's from Chicago. Yeah, yeah. like I, I was. I've heard of No Name. Like I've actually listened to her no. probably the other day. Yeah, no. I mean, it's it's it. She's. 
it's she's more of like a vibe kind of artist. Yeah. Like you have to kind of just like sit down and really roll, roll, be into it. roll one and like just put the beats yeah. on and let her impress play. Uh, like you can't okay. listen. To, you can't listen to this at the gym. It yeah. doesn't really sound great. No turn It's not it's... a turn up. Like it's literally you just okay. Yes. Relax. Yeah, I see she's got Smino and Sabo in there. Okay. Yeah, she's she's very talented to say the least. I, I'll give her that. But I mean, like we said last week, when, when it comes to to marketing female rappers, if Rhapsody ain't marketable, no name. Yeah, she. Yeah. She, it's yeah. it's a good thing she's independent because she's getting a lot more money on her and from doing it this way. But you know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But um, so if you guys have any uh, artists, or you know, if you're a SoundCloud rapper and you listen to this and you want one of us to hear it and possibly be, you know, for our next segment of what's in the crate, make sure that you follow us on Twitter at, um, at the committee podcast page. Is it committee pod or is it committee podcast? Committee podcast. Yeah, so follow us on Twitter at the committee podcast. You can follow Marcus at Marcus underscore Sniffles at Spilling Your Summertime. I don't, is it summertime? At Summertime Side. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, uh, mine is it's underscore triple. So if you are a SoundCloud rapper, you can spam my mentions. I always allow SoundCloud rappers to spam my mentions. That's how I find good talent. And yeah, you may, you know, we may talk about your shit on this podcast. So, do you guys have shout-outs before we get out of here? Um, Shout-out to Mix-Up Review, as usual. Gang, um, gang. I will need to putting up some reviews as soon as I get some time. So, hey. Shout-out to, to all the, the mad New York listeners who are mad about our, you know, <laughs> duos. Our top five. Groups. Yeah, so shout-out to you guys. Yeah, sorry, uh, y'all. This is a Southern podcast. I mean, uh, it is what it is. Can only hold down the north for so long. <laughs> um, really quick, I want to shout out Kids Well Crowns Blog. That's our sponsor. We I try to do a good job mentioning them. Want to shout out the Ox DJ, of course. Follow. We're kind of like with the mix up review right now. We just gotta get it, get us back on schedule. But the content is there. And also, um, this Twitter page that I just followed a couple days ago called the Gumbo, which is a hip hop hub made of all good stuff oh, yes. by women. So if you are looking for a woman's perspective on hip hop, please follow the gumbo. That's at T H E G U M B O on Twitter. Um, their official launches in four days. So yes. I'm interested. I mean, well, I'm very interested in it. I potentially could have some content on there soon. So be on the lookout, but definitely follow the page. And yeah, thanks for think, listening. Oh, so oh. yeah, I was gonna say no. I, I shout out to the gumbo because I think in Tribbles, if you're anything like me, I think we're gonna you're gonna see us on that platform as well. So I could, I definitely want to make sure we we shout them out too. Oh yeah, oh yeah, great great things coming soon. So shout out to them. Shout out to you guys for listening, and we will be back next week. Yeah. And I cc'd every girl that I cc round town And hate to see y'all frown But I'd rather see her smiling Witness all around me true But I'm no island Peninsula maybe Makes no sense, I know crazy Give up all this pussycat that's in my lap No looking back Spaceships 
don't come equipped with rear view mirrors, they dip as quick as they can, the atmosphere is now ripped, I'm so like a pip, I'm glad it's night, so the light from the sun would not burn me on my bum, when I shoot the moon, high jump the broom, like a preemie out the womb, my partner yelling too soon, don't do it, reconsider, read some litter, sure on the subject, you sure, fuck it, you know we got your back like chiropractic, if that bitch do you dirty, we'll wipe her ass out as in detergent, now hurry, hurry, go on to the altar, I know you ain't a pimp, but pimp, remember what I taught you, keep your heart, three stacks, keep your heart, Hey, keep your heart, three stacks, keep your heart. Man, these girls are smart, three stacks, these girls are smart. Play your part, play your part. I get to choose it, lover, never fuck without a rub, never 